the Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, it is Jerry Springer! Thank you! Thank you! And uh, we're two weeks into the year as we record this, so uh, Happy New Year to uh, all of you. And you know, now that I think about it, I think two years ago, the Chinese New Year was the year of the goat, and last year was the year of the cow. You, uh, the cow. you know what this year is? No, what, what is, is it? The year of vision. 2020. Oh. Uh, oh. Hey, I'll be here all night. Did you, did you, make, it up? Did you make that up? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, some, yeah, someone... I forget who told me, but yeah, that was <laughs> someone good. else did. <laughs> you know, as, they don't have a show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, as the executive producer, one of the things. Oh, just here we go again. <laughs> no, what? What, what about? Well, what? <laughs> I, I think the most asked question I get is, "Would you please read one of my emails on the air?" Because it's a big deal to the listeners to have their emails chosen and. Some of them, uh, like tonight, I just grabbed one. I haven't even read it. Just call Rip and Read, Rip grab and read. it, and bring it in. And I noticed one of them, this longer one I haven't read yet, but one says, Ellie from Houston, Maria is the soul of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I that's agree. Signed <laughs> Sign Maria. Hey, we should consider a name change, the Maria Corelli podcast. There you go, Maria. Start I, I like it. Fe- featuring Jerry Springer. Yeah, featuring. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I certainly, well, hope, he, certainly hope she can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck to you. Yeah. I think on Saturday Night Live, being featured or starring, one is higher than the other. I think featuring is higher uh, than starring. Or do I have it? Well, I don't know. I'm yeah. thinking like music where they're like, Feet, <laughs> yeah. Feet, Jerry Springer. Yeah, there you go. There you yeah. go. Uh, so I got uh, grabbed an email, and uh, you know, so I'm gonna read a typical email to the Jerry Springer podcast. I haven't read this yet, but it's Alex from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Why are you laughing, Jerry? <laughs> you haven't read it yet. Well, <laughs> I'm a busy don't, man. Jerry. Don't you ever read what I'm you write? I'm very busy. I'm very busy. <laughs> What the hell's he talking about? Anyway, this is Alex from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Dear Jerry, love your podcast and your new TV show. Nice. Yes. I wanted to tell you, and I've held this fusion for catastrophic hydraulics, even portending into many elements from, say, Dr. Victor Frankel, who is effusive till glacial secretions. But you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot posit your antecedent. I plead with you, Jerry, hold out till blender's invisible. He's got a good point. <laughs> what in the hell huh? does that mean? <laughs> He's from Fort Wayne. <laughs> I should never have read that. Yeah, what? Yeah, what I mean, what were you on? <laughs> I mean, I should have read I'm this serious. before I brought this in. <laughs> yeah. You, at some point, you thought this was a good idea. Not only to do it, but then to bring it on the podcast. <laughs> I should never. No, that. That was, that no. Was. I need to read these, but I put some of this on you. Why did you pick Fort Wayne? I mean, I think that's cool. I didn't pick anything. Oh, this is an email that came in. I don't. 
You may, you, you know what you make it sound like, and I actually, I'm beginning to resent it. You make it sound <laughs> as if I make these up, write these, come in, and then pass them off as emails that came into the podcast. I do make it sound like that. <laughs> 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 Your grasp. Is it's wonderful. possible that I'm in way over my head here. No, no. I mean, maybe I should not. I mean, you, you should another maybe, one. Maybe, maybe you should have when I arrived at our interview for me to do this. You know, I do, I've been living in a motel room for like um, oh. the whole time we've known each other. That should have been a clue to you that maybe I don't have the skills to produce a national podcast. Oh, so no. maybe this should fall to you for hiring oh, me. For, for hiring, I don't. I honestly don't remember hiring you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I we say uptown, remember. some beach, you may be right. <laughs> really? But anyway, it just I, I, sort I, I, somewhere it kind of evolved. Somewhere, or, yeah, all of a all sudden of a we sudden, showed up one day here. And, and you're sending me checks <laughs> monthly to pay the bills. You're the one I'm sending it to? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> well, anyway, hey, uh, I wanted to add, uh, and by the way, uh, tonight we have Xander Wells. <clears throat> and let's hear it for Xander Wells. Young man from the northern Kentucky area, which is where Folk School Kentucky is in Ludlow, Kentucky, and uh, singer-songwriter, uh, and I know you'll get into some details on this, but northern Kentucky University graduate and uh, maybe in some theater-type stuff. We'll talk about that. I'm not, you're, we're going to learn more than I know. Uh, but looking forward to that. And one other quick thing, and then I want to ask you a question that's a little more serious. Folk School Kentucky has a happening uh, kind of a pop-up shop. Those happen around the country. I yeah. love those, you know, that'll be there for a week or two and then it's gone and it's somewhere else. So a pop-up happening at Folk School Kentucky on Elm Street, downtown Ludlow, are, are some vintage clothing items that are being sold by a member of the Harm Brothers. Very cool band. Would you agree, Maria? Oh, yeah. Very cool band. band. Move from the West Coast, Portland, Oregon, to Ludlow, Kentucky. And I've said this before, a lot of creative class people continue to move into Ludlow because there is camaraderie. There's Ludlow Tavern, very cool hangout place, Buffalo Bar across the street from there, and all sorts of cool stuff. But there's, among these vintage clothing items are T-shirts that they're selling that I don't know if this makes them good, but they're like $100, $200, $300 an item. T-shirts that are both sports memorabilia and music memorabilia. Nirvana, Grateful Dead. Really good uh, condition T-shirts that somebody probably bought back in the day. Catfish, who owns Folk School Kentucky, told us as we came in, if you happen to have like a Bob Dylan T-shirt from way back at the beginning late 60s, early 70s. Would you tell me, Catfish, those would cost thousands if you have one of those? I don't. Yeah. Uh, but it wouldn't, wouldn't have been surprised if I had, or, you, you know, you gave Bob Dylan, we talked about this on a former show, a key to the city of Cincinnati when you were mayor of the city of Cincinnati. It might have been interesting if Dylan would have said, because he was in town to do a concert, because it happens all the time. I've traveled with you doing politics. People will hand you a T-shirt. Artists have handed yeah. us T-shirts. Yep. 
Because that's part of their merch, right, yep. Maria? You got it, and you just say, hey, here, here's a T-shirt. I started giving out my T-shirts. <laughs> no reaction. <laughs> didn't, I didn't get a big reaction. I had never heard <laughs> that's no reaction. silence. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, gosh, it's almost like a sound check. Hey, Everyone has to be, <clears throat> yeah. Hold on. Holy crap, I didn't think of that. See, that's why I suck as a producer. No. I don't, that, I, I stumble on stuff. Do you know what I ha have at home in my drawer, in my sock drawer? I have a t-shirt from the Jerry Springer. This is, oh, Catfish, come on out here. I have a t-shirt from the Jerry Springer show real early on that says security. Right. And you will be sued by NBC. <laughs> if you I wonder what that's they, worth. They have them now. They sell them now. Oh, well, I guess my, that's why I suck yeah, as a you're, producer. You're right on. <laughs> no, they Honestly, have that same T-shirt. 14 years ago, you're right on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, if we could kill the show and yeah. get rid of all those T-shirts, then I might yeah, have something. Yeah. That, anyway, uh, hey, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, <clears throat> There is a big controversy at the time that we're recording this podcast, which is January 14th, Tuesday night. And word is now that the impeachment trial may start like next Tuesday. Senator right. Mitch McConnell just said today. Nancy 21st Pelosi, of January. 21st yeah. of January. Nancy Pelosi is now saying she's going to send over the articles. So I wanted to ask, what is your analysis of the time it took for her because they still haven't been sent over yet, but they're about to. Was that a wise strategy for her to hold until so long before sending the articles over? I think so, and I think it should even be longer. Let me explain. About seven or eight months ago, in fact, I might have even done a podcast on this. I remember saying, because everyone was assuming at the time, which is probably still valid, that... Yeah, even if they're the votes to impeach, the Senate is never, being Republican, is never going to give a two-thirds vote to have him removed from uh, office. So the discussion back then is, is it worth going through the year of the impeachment and how it divides everybody when you know in the end the Republicans are not going to toss him out of office? And I remember saying at the time that, I'm not sure they should send it to the Senate for a, a vote until there can be some assurance that there'll be a fair trial. In other words, just impeach him. The Constitution makes it very clear that the House has the sole power to impeach. So now Trump has been impeached. If you don't send it to the Senate, because... They've already said that they're not going to have a fair trial. You know, McConnell has said outright, he says, I don't need a trial. He's going to be guilty. Uh, I don't want to hear any evidence. I don't want to have any witnesses. He may be overruled. But they've all, and, and the same with Graham and some other Republicans. So it's already clear that they don't want to give him a fair trial. So therefore, if you just impeached him, didn't send it over to the Senate, then he will go down as the only president in American history ever impeached 
and not acquitted. And you go into the election with the president that has not been acquitted. If the American people say, hey, wait a second, that's not, if you're going to impeach him, then at least let's have a trial. Aha! The Constitution specifically says that the Senate shall have Article 1, Section 3. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. To try all impeachment. The definition of a trial by Webster's or by any standard in a free society, the definition of a trial is when you have witnesses, when you have evidence presented, and that you have a nonpartisan judge or jury decided. That is a trial. For example, what if McConnell said, Okay, we got the articles of impeachment, so I have an idea. We're going to have Pelosi and Trump play a round of golf. If Trump wins, he's not removed from office. If he loses, he is. Well, think about that. Would anybody say that's okay? Of course not. Because that is something that has nothing to do with judging the evidence. So therefore, Pelosi is on stronger grounds than she thinks. What should be stated to the American people is this. The House has voted to impeach him with all the evidence that it had. As soon as the Senate is willing to give a trial and a fair trial. The Constitution also states that uh, this is Article 1, Section 3. I'm looking as I'm... That... Oh, here. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. That's what I've just been talking about, a trial and the ingredients of what makes a trial. And also, this is critical. When sitting for that purpose, this is the Constitution, they shall be on oath or affirmation. In other words, before you have a trial, every one of those senators has to take an oath or affirm that they will be nonpartisan, that they will be, they will look at the evidence as it's presented and make up their mind then. That's the Constitution. So if, if McConnell or Graham or a number of other ones take that oath, they can be tried and convicted for perjury because they're already on national television saying clearly that they've already made up their mind and they don't need to hear anything. So they can't take an oath that they'll be nonpartisan. So there's no trial and there's no unbiased assessment of the facts. And based on that, there's no reason for the House to turn over the articles of impeachment to the Senate, and it should be explained to the American people. As soon as those 
few senators who've been clear that they won't be fair, as soon as they recuse themselves from the decision and the rules will be that evidence will, testimony and documents and evidence will be submitted. On that day, the articles will be submitted. Say that to the American people. The hundreds of millions of dollars that Bloomberg and Steyer uh, are spending, let that money be to make that point. I remember back in the days when Iran took the hostages in 1979, Walter Cronkite would end every broadcast with, that's the way it is, this the 13th of November, 1979. 412 days since, in other words, he would end every broadcast by saying how many days since the Americans have been held hostage. I think there should be on national television every single day, even if we have to buy the ads, a statement of how many days it's been since the Senate has been willing to state to the American people that there will be a fair trial with witnesses and documents. If we go into the election with every day the American people being reminded of that, there is no way that people will say, gee, Pelosi's being unfair. The truth will come out. All right, everyone, we want to bring our musical guest up for the evening. Uh, tonight we have a very special guest. He is local to the area, to northern Kentucky and to the Cincinnati area. Um, and I uh, want to welcome to the stage Xander Wells, everybody. Hey, Xander! Woo! How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> pretty doing? good. Pretty good. <laughs> Excited. Yeah. yeah, Xander. We were talking a little bit before, and you'd mentioned. Um, well, I think I read somewhere online that you went to SCPA, which was is a high school in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's correct. It's a school yeah. for creative and performing arts. Um, it's an art school, and I was very, very lucky to go there. I graduated in 2014, and uh, I got three siblings, all younger than me, obviously, that are there. And nice. so, oh, wow. it's a great place. Yeah. Well, we're really excited to hear some more local music. Absolutely. Um, will you let us know what the name of your first song will be? Yes. Uh, this is a song called Born in Ohio. It's a little bit autobiographical, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Awesome. <laughs> Explains the mistakes that I made because I'm moving on. 
Yes, yeah, you can find me. I'm on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, all of the streaming services, um, and I play all around Cincinnati. Yeah. Awesome. So. Uh, will you go ahead and uh, take us out on Down Absolutely. by the Riverside? And maybe uh, let Jerry take a verse. It'd be oh. my pleasure. Yeah, that, that high school that yeah. you went to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I think I... Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go. He wouldn't let me. I couldn't even be a crossing guard there. <laughs> I'm gonna lay my heavy load down, down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm gonna lay down my heavy load. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I ain't gonna study war no more. 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 Ain't gonna study war no more. I ain't gonna study. Gonna lay down my sword and shield Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'm gonna lay down 